Welcome to the Strongstown United Methodist Church. Join us for worship each Sunday morning at 11. Here's this week's message. Today we celebrate Laity Sunday. It's the time of the year where we celebrate and recognize all those individuals who have found God calling on their hearts. Not to be pastors, but to be someone who is enlightened in a different way. Someone who is called to share their experience with those around them and how they see God working in their hearts. So today, as we recognize Laity Sunday, I'd like to introduce you, uh, Debbie Warwick, who will be reading the first scriptures. justice. She kept coming time after time, and for some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I not fear God or care about men, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't be bothering me and wear me out again. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust just says. At end, will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. And however, when the Son of the Man comes, Will he find faith on this earth? Uh, what I got out of this scripture, I've read it over and over. And the first thing is that Jesus is telling his disciples that you should pray all the time, no matter where you are. If you want to go into a room by yourself and pray, and make sure that you uh, go to church, tell people how great church is and what church does for you. And then, my husband's going to hate me when I do this one. Um, it says that the, there was a judge in this town, and he didn't fear God, and he didn't care for men. But this widow kept coming up to him like a lady does, and hounds and hounds and hounds, until the, the man gets tired and says, All right, I'm giving in. You got your own way. So, that's for you, honey. <laughs> and uh, I've seen that the widow, you know, she had a lot of people bothering her. But um, I think when people turn around 
bother you, you should ask them, say, do you know, do you have Christ in your life? And if you don't, um, maybe you should just sit down and think about what you said to me and then ask God to forgive you. And keep praying because God does answer your prayers. And um, and it says here, and the Lord's, Lord listened to what the judge had to say. I think maybe the judge gave in a little bit, and he has Christ in his life, but he just doesn't want to give in to it. And someday, he will <laughs> give in and say, you know, I should have done this a long time ago. I should have been praying. I should have accepted you as my Savior. And that's the way I feel that everybody should do. Everybody should try and accept the Lord Jesus Christ in their heart and pray. And I've, I've prayed about a lot of things, and I kept thinking, you know, he's never going to answer my prayers. But, you know, there was three things that I prayed about when I was by myself before I met my husband. I prayed because I didn't have a car. My dad had passed away, and... I, I was financially set to get a car, but I needed help. Well, a couple weeks later, we went to a car, me and the neighbor, and the next day, I had a car sitting in my driveway. And I prayed because I went to another church, and they do a lot of praying and everything, and I, I, well, the first first thing I could pray about was for him to put me in a home that I could afford because I was in a home where my dad and I split the rent, okay? And I put an application into the 55, an older place, a brand new place. Didn't even think I was going to get it. I got a call one day while I was getting my hair cut that I was going to want to sign papers. And I know that it was the Lord Jesus Christ up there that helped me get that home. And then he got me the car. Then I asked him, you know, everybody else has a companion. Why, why can't I have one? And uh, along came, I went to have my foot operated on. Bill was the van driver, and that was the first that we met. And that was three prayers that God answered. And I just feel that he can answer prayers for anybody as long as you're willing to accept him in your life. On the bottom of this, it said, um, uh, it says, however, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on this earth? He's going to find it as long as people are true to him and pray and accept him in his, in their hearts and they like i said they you need to tell everybody you know i have a like i said i don't know if people are getting tired of me saying this but i'm so proud of my grandson uh, before he left bill and i got him a bible i used to take him to church when he was little and then we moved up here and he got out of the church and but he told me in the first letter that he wrote me he said grandma I go to church every Sunday at her. I take my Bible, I read my Bible every night, and I pray. And he got through boot camp, <laughs> and uh, when he came home, uh, he called me right away and told me that he was home. And I got to see him for a couple hours, 
but he he picked up two bugs. He's got bronchitis, and he also has sinusitis. And I told him, I said, you keep praying. I said, God will take that away, and he'll heal you. And that's, that's just what this is about. You know, you, you have to ask and pray, because if you don't, God might know what you want, but he wants you to come to him and ask him for your forgiveness and to help you out. The hook hasn't come out yet. Oh, well, okay. But I, you know, I just want to thank everybody for listening to me. I'm sorry that I didn't contact everybody and tell you to bring a lunch and a water. Well, we have lunch downstairs. That's good. But I wish everybody a good week. And like I said, just keep in faith and pray. Thank you. Thank you. Well, if we could thank Deb for her message. This morning I'll be reading to you from 2 Timothy 3, 14 through 4, 5. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it. And how from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. So that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient, equipped for every good work. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is the judge and the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I solemnly urge you, proclaim the message. Be persistent, whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. Convince, rebuke, and encourage with the utmost patience in teaching. For the time is coming when people will not put up with sound doctrine, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own desires, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander from myth, wander to myths. As for you, always be sober, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, carry out your ministry fully. This is the word of God for the people of God. As just like Deb talked about in Luke, the widow was persistent, continuing until she found what she has been longing for. How praying is something that we shouldn't do just at the time when we need it, but it should be that constant in our lives. Not just praying for God for ourselves, but praying for all those things that we see that are an injustice to ourselves and to those around us. Our scripture, Timothy, touches on that, that 
We should trust in the word of our Lord. That the Bible is not just here as a testimony of the past, but is a teaching book that shows us on what life was. Not just the good that life was, but it also shows the bad. Because in many ways we learn in different ways. There is a time that is coming in this world that is going to be harder than today. That there are many that are going to seek out those things that truly aren't meant for them. Listening to doctrines in so many different languages, so many different ways that go against what Jesus Christ came to this world to teach us. It'll show us the wrong that people try to live by. Yes, sometimes we should talk about the good. But with good, there always is bad, and we should not let go of that, because those are the times where a lot of us learn the most. Our scripture tells us of a time that is coming when people will find their own means of understanding, where they'll go out and go away from the teachings of Jesus Christ to find reasoning in our life for why things happen. We see it in our denomination and we see it in the world that we live in today. Over the issues of homosexuality, over Christianity itself and our beliefs. And both sides are wrong in their undertakings. We pick certain little pieces of scriptures and try to justify everything that we believe in over one small snippet out of the word in the Bible. We forget to realize that every single part of it matters. Just like they say that God loves each and every one of us and wants us to love everyone around us and forgets to realize that not too far from that, it says that marriage is between a man and a woman. It's not just over homosexuality, it's over hate itself. Every conflict, every misunderstanding, everything that we deal with in our world that creates an issue that blinds us from our God is created from hate and fear itself. The fear of not truly knowing what's in store for each and every one of us. Just like in Luke, it asks us to pray in the midst of all the hardship that this world gives us. Timothy says the exact same thing. That no matter what comes our way, no matter what tries to persuade us to go against what God truly has in store, that we shouldn't let our faith waver. Our belief in the scripture that we hold ourselves to. <clears throat> Don't let our minds go in different directions. 
don't justify what we believe over small bits of individuals that may not truly understand what God even has in store for themselves. Because as humanity itself, we get things wrong. But there is one truth. There is one constant that will never change. And that is the love of our God for us. We see it as it, our scripture talks to us about how so many will try to make us think in different ways. We see it in Christianity how all those people, I'm not saying all of them, but there are a few that you go and you think so highly of them. They show themselves on TV and they preach the word. And then when you see them in real life, don't live up to what they preach. They can talk a good game, but when it comes to actually acting towards it, they really fall short. You know the ones that I'm talking about, the ones that go out and they say all the good things that this world has and the things that they try to do themselves. In the end, they're there for the money that they acquire from all the people that come to see them. All the different organizations that try to contribute to them to do good. And they really go against all the teachings that they try to show to all the people around them. Hate and fear misunderstanding consuming individuals and it's not just them it's each and every one of us we get manipulated in so many different ways that take us off that journey that God has for us whether it be addiction whether it be longing for food and I don't have to mention the one that I talk about religiously but we long for things and they take more prevalence in our lives. And they blind us from the true picture that is entitled to each and every one of us. And it makes us harder to see and have faith in a God that is there each and every day seeing us through. We pray day in and day out for change, for new beginnings for new love new life healing in so many different ways but the hardships of this world blind us to seeing what god shows to us each and every day right in our face and we're blinded to it we pray constantly and we don't see God's healing blessings right in front of us. And then when something does happen, we don't truly believe that it's something that God inspired, something God meant for us to happen. We see the hardships on that path, not realizing that sometimes God truly tests us. He's testing us for 
not just what's happening today, even though today may be hard for us, but he's strengthening us for those things that may be happening for us in the future. Those future prayers that God already knows that we're going to give. But he's seeing us through them today. We truly don't understand how God works. We get small glimpses of it with the love that he shares in our lives and the workings that he does through us. We truly don't understand. But we do have one thing that we can understand. One thing that we can truly have faith in <coughs> is that our God loves us with everything that he is. That he will never fail us, never leave us behind. Even day in and day out, when we pray with a tenacity that will not stop, he is there continuously giving to us. In every possible way, even though we may not see it. And we may not like the answers that we get. But he is there loving us and seeing us through. Let us pray. Dear loving Father, we are grateful for every opportunity that you come with us, working through us to show us what you truly want us to be. And God, even today in a world that has so many hardships, we can see you working in it. Dear loving Father, we ask you to be with all those out there in the world today. All those people that have been touched with you and that grace, that love that you show in their lives. To express that love to those around them. To all those congregations that are sitting there listening to the words that are being spoken to them. God, we know that you are there with them, loving them and opening their eyes to new possibilities of greatness that truly only come from you, God. And we are grateful in every possible way for it. And God, most of all, we are grateful for your son, Jesus Christ, that living embodiment of love that you brought into this world to show the, how much you love us, how much you want to be a part of our lives. That he came here to teach and guide us to be more than what this world has in store. And to sacrifice himself for every one of us. God, we are so grateful and so in love with what you have done. It's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 And now, if you would please join us for our closing.